A scattered dream that's like a far-off memory. A far-off memory that's like a scattered dream. I want to line the pieces up. Because apparently this game starts in a computer and half the characters aren't supposed to exist. Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. I'm Wheels, and I'm joined as always by Joe. How are you, Joe? I am terribly exhausted from the sheer amount of things you suggested we cover in this episode, which I want to sorry, be clear. Sorry, I, I sorry. suggested we do more than that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, let's just finish the game, and you were like, oh, I gave up at this point, and then I almost gave up before that. When I actually watched it. We'll probably give up partway through this episode and just make it the end of this game, I guess, like 20 episodes long. Who knows? Who knows? Let's all find out together. We see Sora and the gang enter the castle where we left off last time, and Sora immediately yells, Kyrie, where are you? And after like 30 seconds of dead air, Mickey Mouse runs up and says, Shh, remember where we are. This is the enemy stronghold. And then Mickey Mouse runs maybe off. Maybe don't, maybe don't yell and announce yourself the minute you get here, you fucking moron. <laughs> Have you no sense of stealth? <laughs> I mean, no, no, he doesn't. Mickey Mouse runs off. Donald yells, hey, why are you running away? But Goofy says, I think we have company. And then we cut away for a while. <laughs> uh-huh. So we cut to Kyrie and Naminé running down some steps in the same castle, the castle that never was, along with Pluto, and Syx appears along with a couple nobodies, and he says, God, every time Syx comes up, I rack my brain to even remember remotely what Syx sounds like. They all sound the same. It's, it's so, it's not... I always just end up defaulting to Zemnis, but that's not what he said. Okay. Anyway, Syx says, Naminé. There you are. And Kyrie says, Namine. And Saik says, Kyrie, I'm afraid leaving is not an option. I'll take you to see Sora. And then she sort of bristles against that idea. And he says, You don't want that. She says, I do, more than anything, but not with you around. And Saik says, If I had a heart, this is where I'd die of laughter. Uh, we see a nobody get sliced. One of the nobodies that's with him gets sliced open. <laughs> not, not really. Get killed um, uh, by a hooded figure carrying Riku's sword. It's actually not Riku's sword. It is uh, familiar uh, to Riku's sword, but it is actually a keyblade. Ah, sure. Yep. Saix turns to the figure and says, You, didn't Roxas take care of you? And Naminé says... You can take it from here, Riku. And Kyrie says, Riku? This person, who is definitely Riku, Kamehameha blasts Syax. <laughs> yeah, I put Hydoken, but I mean, either <laughs> yeah, way. I mean, yeah, I guess it's probably more similar to that, but I really wanted to type <laughs> Kamehameha. So he does that and pins Syax against a wall, but Syax opens up a darkness portal like behind him on the wall, and Riku's about to follow through, but Kyrie stops him. And so does Pluto. I don't know where... I forgot Pluto was in this scene. Or... Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have some more questions in a minute. Okay. <laughs> Kyrie says, Riku, you're really here? And she moves the cloak back, but it's the face of Ansem Seeker of Darkness. Hol- Holy shit. Do you remember how I told you last week that I'm using an iPad for notes now and, I th- and uh, autocomplete is amazing for my notes? Yeah. What happened? Well, it didn't know... I didn't realize this until right now, looking back. It doesn't, didn't know what to do with the word Ansem, so my notes say that Riku lowers his hood and he has anime face. <laughs> <laughs> which is, would just be normal. <laughs> yeah, that's just actually Riku, which we're not there yet. So he does have anime Seeker of Darkness's face, <laughs> and I think we revealed this information to listeners like day one of this game. Yeah. But now it's revealed for, I mean, still, still revealed. Uh, I do want to point out that after this scene, we do not see Pluto or Naminé again. Mm. 
And uh, yeah, <laughs> at, at least not like in what we're covering today. Interesting. Yeah. Don't know where Pluto goes. I vaguely know where Naminé goes. But yeah, anyways, we, I mean, we do see Naminé again. But in the not... game, yeah. But we haven't yeah. covered it in what we watched for today. Anyways, yeah. we go back to Sora, and he fights nobodies for like a while, all the way up the, through this castle, until he gets to this big room, which I think is called like the Hall of Emptiness or some shit. And uh, it's this big rectangle that platform. That could be literally any room in this exactly. castle. Exactly. Um, and there's some windows up top, and they can sort of see this big moon in the heart shape. And uh, they're greeted by Syax, who enters up tops. And uh, I don't know why I put an S on the end of that word. I guess I've been in Michigan for too long. But um, they... <laughs> Syax... You're going to go to Walmarts after this? <laughs> pick up something at Targets? <laughs> go to Pizza Huts and get yourself a slice? Uh, uh, slices? Slices. Syax says, Sora, you've done well. And Sora yells, where's Kyrie?" Syax says, who knows? I expect she's catching up with her friend from the darkness. And Sora, understandably, yells, What does that mean? <laughs> and Syak says, She doesn't need you anymore. And there's some more conversation, but uh, Syak says, We don't need you anymore either. <laughs> we don't need you anymore. <laughs> and he points at this moon, and he's like, We've made Kingdom Hearts, uh, but it needs one more helping from the Keyblade Bearer. And he summons a shit ton of Heartless. Uh, but Sora isn't really, he doesn't really want to fight him when they're, they're summoned for that reason. He'll do it any other time, even though that's the same effect. Yeah, but, uh, did you mention that the moon is giant and heart-shaped? Yes, I did. It's very big. I just want to make sure. And, um, Sora's, like, backed into this, like, all, him and Donald and Goofy are backed up to each other. We hear from up above, Kyrie yell, Sora! I don't know why I went really high-pitched for that one. Normally, normally I don't, but there she is, for real. She's in the top of this room, and Sora sees her, and she yells, Sora, it's really you! And he yells, Kyrie, and then he gets covered in Heartless, and Kyrie yells that they should leave him alone, and she just dives the fuck off of this balcony. Deep dives down, lands on a lower level, and then she gets covered in Heartless. Yeah, what happens here? There's like a, there's like a flash of light, and then the Heartless are gone. Is it, are we to interpret, I, I guess I interpret this as like Kyrie's light defeating them, but it could also be theoretically Riku doing it, because he's there too. Unclear. I think it's Riku because he immediately helps her up. But also yeah. it could be Kyrie, because I mean, that kind of mirrors a thing that happened in the first game. Yeah. But... Sora was there as well. Anyways, Riku hands her a Keyblade, um, which is flowery. It kind of looks like I've seen it before. Uh, and I don't know where Riku got this from. And someone in the Discord asked me, where does that come from? And I don't know. Because it seems like, again, like it should be important that we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he just says, here, take this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> important You know both. this thing that up until like, right now has been articulated as an incredibly important device. Yeah, he just has an extra one and hands it to her, and that becomes maybe a bit more con confusing and concerning later. But, yeah, that's just that's just a thing that happens now. It's very cool that she has a keyboard now and she can do things finally, though. I'm not complaining. Yeah, I'm not complaining either. It's just I do have questions. It makes our job harder. Yeah. Um. So she says... This time, I'll fight. You know, Sora's completely hopeless without us. Come on, Riku. They go running in. Uh, Syx, meanwhile, notices Maleficent and Pete across the room from him on, an, on another balcony, and he says, well, well, will the intrusions never end? Uh, and then I think he leaves, like, through a portal, and we cut to Maleficent and Pete talking, and Maleficent says, Why, Pete, this castle is perfect. Perhaps we should acquire it. And Pete says, uh, The setup is pretty nice, but what about all the Heartless? This in-between world is way too close to the darkness. They ain't gonna listen to us here. And she says, Once again, you underestimate me. And we never see them again! Why were they there in the first place? <laughs> Why was that scene there? What does it accomplish? I like, I totally, like, when they showed up on this, like, when I was watching this, I was like, oh, I forgot that they show up here. I must also have forgotten another scene later on where they show back no. up. And, no. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. We... Uh, 
cut away to a shot of the big heart moon and a ridiculously vicious drum beat. And as we see Mickey Mouse running outside, smashing up some heartless and nobodies, and he gets up on the top of this path and he sees a circle of dusks surrounding a red cloaked mummy idiot that we all know and hate called Diz. And he's on the ground and uh, he has this weird big device next to him. And Mickey Mouse knocks these nobodies out and uh, helps Diz up and he takes off the uh, face belts. The face as belts. I wrote it. Yeah, I think my notes, my notes say face bandages. And we see the blonde man that we've seen in some flashbacks before. And he says, it's been too long, my friend. And Mickey says, Ansem the Wise, why didn't you come to me before things got so bad? My notes say that it's because he's an idiot. <laughs> and uh, his real answer is, Zimnus is the nobody of Xehanort, my former apprentice. I wrote his former apprentice. I lost, uh, like, point of view in this in mm-hmm. all of my notes because it's just like there's so much that's about to be unloaded it's just such an info dump it might as well just be a, a piece of paper that flies out of the video game screen yeah. and into your eyes zimnus is the nobody of xehanort my former apprentice it was my burden to bear and mickey says is that it and uh he says that he's obsessed with thoughts of revenge and uh, my apprentice that he stu- was that was. he was obsessed with i thoughts of would revenge, argue yeah. he still is <laughs> My apprentices stole everything precious to me. My research, my pride, my name. Uh, and he doesn't say that last one, but it's true. And Mickey says that uh, he can't help with revenge. And Ansem says that Riku told him that countless times. And uh, Ansem goes on to say that Riku was a lot of help when he found him in the darkness after he got lost from Mickey Mouse. And uh, Mickey says that he didn't get lost necessarily, but uh, Riku left because the heartless of Xehanort was still in his heart. He must have been suffering. Wow. Gee golly. Then what, then what happens next, I call uh, Secret Ansem Report 2.5 HD Remix <laughs> because it's kind of a bonus Ansem Report because the man goes on for so long. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, let's see if I can do it in one in one breath. I'll do, I'll do it again so that we can go over it just for recap purposes, but let's see if I can. I'm to blame when Riku met the first time. He had still had the appearance of a boy, probably because he had such a strong heart. I asked him to find a young man named Roxas from Organization 13 to bring him to me. When I told him he could awaken Sora from his slumber, he left without a word. He fought Riku, and I presume... And fought... Fuck. <laughs> I can't. Got it. it. Slipped up. He says, I am to blame. When I met Riku the first time, he still had the appearance of a boy. Probably because he had such a strong heart. I asked him to find a young man named Roxas from Organization 13 and bring him to me. When I told him it would awaken Sora from his slumber, he left without a word. He fought Roxas, and I can only, as- oh, I can only surmise Riku lost that fight. Riku must have realized then, to fight in the realm of darkness, he had to immerse himself in that same darkness. When he did, you saw what became of him. When Riku fought Roxas back to when Riku brought Roxas back to me, he was introducing himself as Ansem. If that was what it took to awaken his friend, he was ready to live in the darkness. Riku was the victim of my revenge. Oh, how my heart ached! I could only laugh to hide my shame. Who wasn't the victim of his revenge? Uh, I don't know, like Santa Claus, probably <laughs> un- 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 affected by this. Um, Mickey Mouse says that it must have been after that when he met Riku again, uh, and that Riku didn't want Sora to know what had happened. But, uh, I don't know if, I don't think there's anything between that and this scene where Ansem says, the time has come, I must make amends to these young people. (laughs) Yeah, he does, he sounds like such a grandpa. I must redistribute the wealth in our economy. (laughs) (laughs) Lift up the disenfranchised. I just want to spoil it for everyone that he doesn't do a goddamn thing right for the rest of his life. <laughs> um, you could argue, I mean, what he does, the last thing he does is kind of important. It's important, but I argue it's still pretty selfish and bad. Anyways, remember Sora? Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's hard to remember him, but he's still there fighting something heartless, I guess. Yeah, he gets up out of the, the heartless dog pile. And um, he sees the, the combat upstairs, but he can't see Kyrie or Riku. And he's like, what's going on? Um, and then we see a gun enter the frame. Not like a real gun, like um, fantasy needler gun from Halo. And um, 
it enters the frame and we see in like a needle shoot down near Sora and it rains up from above where Syax was standing and takes out all of these heartless. And then we hear uh, our, our favorite pop icon, Ziggy, says, have you been a good boy? And Sora says, show yourself. And then he does. And what happens is that a darkness portal appears and Zigbar steps out of it. I'm not sure how he was shooting before when he was not in the room. Don't question it. He teleports a lot, even in this fight. He's just, uh, he's bou- he bounces around, you That's know? true. He's also not holding his guns. He summons his guns again in a minute. It's kind of, uh, it's, it's Kingdom Hearts, so, like, whatever. It's just, like, it's bad blocking and bad direction. This, yeah. this whole end of the game feels kind of rushed. Zigbar says, I guess you haven't. Sora, Roxas! And Sora says, did he just, did he just call me Roxas? I'm not, that's not my name. He got it right the first time. Uh, and Zigbar says, you've really, oh, I missed a word in this. You've really got Organization 13 in a pickle. I guess that must be why the Keyblade chose you. But man, did it pick a dud this time. You don't look like you're half the hero the others were. That's pretty hey, vague. Hey, yo, uh, is that a Final Mix thing? Or does he, does he say that, like, in the original game? I would believe that he says it in the original game, but I would also believe if it's Final Mix. Because that's something and a half yeah, that we can't talk about. It's a big thing to just sort of slide in there. Um, but Sora asks if he's done rambling. And he says, rambling as if. As if. Your time is up. And then my notes say, sun's out, gun's out. As uh, Ziggy pulls his weapons back out, drops down, and uh, they fight. My only note for this fight is, clever little sneak. <laughs> I always, yeah, no it's... matter what voice I fucking do on this show, it eventually slips into Sonic the Goddamn Hedgehog. <laughs> it's my only. Or it's Silver my... the Hedgehog. Oh yeah, um, it's no use. Uh, so yeah, this fight is pretty cool. It, like, well, a lot of time, like times, like switch to Zigbar's perspective as you're like dodging his like little laser beams. Yeah. So they fight. Sora wins, and Sora says, "Why did you call me Roxas?" And Zegbar says, wouldn't you like to know? And he fades away. And he, well, he's starting to fade away. And Sora says, hey, hold on. And then Donald says, Sora, it's Kyrie," uh, uh, Pointing to Kyrie. Um, and then we cut to Diz and Mickey. I th- you can oh, say Ansem now. I guess. I just, it's Diz in my note. Yeah, Ansem and Mickey. As if saying uh, Ansem isn't one of the most confusing yeah. statements. Ansem and Mickey. Uh, kind of on a balcony looking down at Kairi and Riku. And Mickey says, uh-oh, they need our help. And Ansem says, Sora and Riku are together. We have no part to play here. So much for making amends. <laughs> Mickey says, gee, I wonder if Riku will ever change back. And Ansem says, Riku chose that form so he could use the power of darkness. It won't be easy. And Sora says, Kairi, we're on our way. Secret Ansem Report 3. And you said you were going to do the first one. I don't, I guess you can. I don't care. I mean, do you, do you want this one? You can do it. <laughs> no, it's fine. You can go right ahead. It's got a bunch of names I don't know how to pronounce in it. Okay. Uh, I got to pull it up because I forgot to pull it up. Ansem's, Secret Ansem's Report 3. Chaos affects not only this world, but many other worlds besides. In the Ansem's Reports... My apprentice Zehanort had written under my name. I found the records of his hideous experiments along with his hypothesis about the door that had appeared out of the darkness in my basement. All living things had... <laughs> right, right next to my 8-track collection. All living things have hearts, and all hearts hold darkness deep within. Worlds are no exception. If a world is a being... The heart it holds must be colossal, and the darkness at its core must be monstrous indeed. Did Zehanort pass through that door in an attempt to contact that dark realm? No, not only Zehanort. It appears my other five apprentices, believing it was for the sake of research, stared deep into the darkness and were pulled into it. Even Ienzo, Brag, Dylan, and Alias, they have ceased to be human. I, too, have had everything taken away from me, banished to a hollow realm of nothingness. What is Xehanort hoping to gain with my pilfered existence? Will my people cease to smile? If the light of hope has been extinguished, I shall henceforth walk with darkness as a friend. Here, in the realm of nothingness to which I have been relegated, darkness in the midst of nothing, darkness in zero, 
thus, I shall become Diz, discarding the stolen name Ansem and going in search of revenge. Dumb, stupid. <laughs> bad, bad. <laughs> uh, Sora, Donald, and Goofy uh, carry on and move up this castle. And when they get to the next level, we cut to another cutscene of that moon and the hearts collecting up to it. And we see Zimnus standing there. This is like the top of the castle, for the record. Um, and he says, yes, Kingdom Hearts. Oh, I, I, there's a typo here. I'm just going to read it and see if I can not laugh. Um, rejoice and feats on these hearts we offer. Shine your pale light on this empty realm. Share your power with all nobodies. And then Syax appears uh, and says, Is Kingdom Hearts... I'm just going to fuck a voice for Syax. Is Kingdom Hearts ready? Uh, Zemnis says, almost. And um, At the end of... Tw it will be released in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. There might be a date at E3. We're still waiting. Uh, and Syax says, so I can end this charade. And, uh, Zimna says, indeed. Um, and Syax says, how I've waited to hear that. And we cut back to Sora, like he just finished a fight that we didn't see in any way. But he's in that room with Kairi and Riku. And, um, Donald says, Kairi, you were great. What the fuck was that? And <laughs> Sora and Kairi walk up to each other. Sora says, you are different, Kairi, but... I'm just glad you're here. And Kairi says, You and Riku never came home, so I came looking for you. And Sora starts to say sorry, but she just hugs him and says, This is real. And then Riku starts to open a portal to leave. <laughs> They're hugging and it's great, and then Riku opens a portal to the Dark Realm. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, he starts to leave, and Sora, who doesn't know this is Riku yet, says, Wait, Ansem, I mean... Xehanort's heartless. <laughs> nope, wrong again, buddy. Uh, wait, Ansem, I mean, Xehanort's heartless. He could be, like, more wrong, though. I never thought for a second I'd ever see you again. Just thinking about all the things you did makes me really mad. But you saved Kyrie, right? I have to be grateful for that. Thanks. And Kyrie runs to Riku and says, Riku, don't go! And Goofy says, huh? Sora says, Kyrie, what did you just say? And Kyrie says, Riku. And Riku says, I'm no one. Just a castaway from the darkness. Kyrie says, Sora, come here. Say something to him. Here, you'll understand. And uh, she kind of puts all of their hands in together and she says, close your eyes. And when he does, it's like he can see the three of them, even though his eyes are closed. But instead of seeing Ansem in the dark cloak, he sees uh, Riku instead and all three of them are you know together again and some you know nostalgic three pals music starts playing yeah sora says riku it's riku riku is here and he like falls to his knees holding his hand still and starts to cry which like this is way more dramatic than what happened when he saw kairi the first time so, I yeah i made a note of that too uh i didn't even think about it till like right now but riku says Come on, Sora, pull it together. And now that Sora knows, we hear Riku's actual voice coming out yeah. of uh, the Ansem Seeker of Darkness face. And Sora says, I looked everywhere for you. And Riku says, I didn't want to be found. Not like this. Uh, <laughs> my, one of my favorite lines. <laughs> he re-explains that he had to use the power of the darkness and become this Ansem Seeker of Darkness. But he says the battle isn't over, and he still needs the power of darkness. And Sora says to everyone, think we can handle one last rumble together? The king's waiting. And then he gets Oblivion, the Keyblade, and my notes say, fuck, there's still more to watch. Because that's like, oh, there's so that's much. like the halfway point in what we watched today. But I mean, we haven't been recording 30 minutes yet, so that's, that's, we're doing better than I expected. Let's cut back to Ansem the Wise and Mickey. Uh, Ansem set, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, setting up that device. <laughs> yeah, it's like a... I didn't even try to describe it. I'm sorry, guys. It's like a... This is, so, the, this is the first time I've apologized for being like, eh. Do you remember those toys that are like, connect, those little gears that are brightly colored? I mean, yeah, kind of. I mean, that's just connects, right? Um, yeah, imagine a few of those and then put it on a big, like, baby bottle. <laughs> 
and and just like toss in a little bit of DNA of like a, a I don't know a trombone, uh, and that's what it looks like. Some solar panels on the front, and Ansem says this spot should do, and Mickey says, "What's this gadget for?" And Ansem says, "It's a device to reclaim Kingdom Hearts and encode it as data." And Mickey says, <laughs> "Not sure I get it." Yeah, no, fucking me neither, dude. And Ansem says, I do not claim to know the outcome of this venture either. After all, hearts are unpredictable. Can we go back to all my favorite theory from this show? Because if he successfully encoded Kingdom Hearts as data, that would just be the video game, right? Yeah, because he's Jet Monkey HD Gaming. We've yeah, gone over this. We've, we've gone over this. But this is where the timelines diverge because he's not successful. Spoilers. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Ansem doesn't know what the fuck's going to happen either. And he says, after all, hearts are unpredictable. And then it fires a beam at the moon. And we're back to Sora. <laughs> so fucking rad, though. Laser beams at the moon. I'm going to encode Kingdom Hearts into data by shooting a beam at the moon. Oh, so good. Uh, yeah, we cut back to Sora, who's in this chamber with, like... I, re- uh, I, I, I described them as gravestones. Because it kind of does. That's a very good. That's a very good way to describe them. Yeah. um, But they're all. There's only like two of them that are active, but most of them are destroyed. But there's thirteen of them, and the two that are active look like portals to. I mean, other places. That's what portals are. They have the nobody symbol on them, I think, and like the portal. Yeah, and they also have also like below them are images of each organization member's uh, weapon. Oh yeah, and I think like a description, but I don't know if Monkey looked at any of them. Yeah, oh, that's true. Uh, I don't think he did, but maybe it's worth grabbing it at some point. Who knows? I know there there was a point where there's a lot of speculation about what it said for Zexy, and everybody was going to be like, everybody was like, before Birth by Sleep came out, everyone was like, Birth by Sleep is going to be about Zexy. <laughs> uh, so it, spoiler alert, it's not. So Sora goes into one of the doors, and it's the, the one for Luxord. Uh, everybody's along with him, but Luck, when Luxord appears, he kind of puts, he <laughs> does a card trick that makes everyone did else you, disappear. Did you skip over the, the actual dialogue in this scene? I stopped listening for like five seconds and I heard Luxord and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. I guess Sora, uh, Sora looks at the beam and the moon and <laughs> says, what's that? And Riki says, it's the king and Diz. I mean, Ansem the Wise. They must be higher up. We better hurry. That's a big thing to just drop on Sora, I think. I guess well, uh-huh. he hasn't met Diz though, has he? No. <laughs> so never mind. It's just okay. Uh, but yeah, they start to leave, and then we're met by our favorite organization member, Luxord. Traps all the Sora's friends and cards. Uh, turns Sora into a die, uh, and then he hops around. And I don't fucking. They battle for time. This is actually a pretty decent fight. It's just like now there's no real emotional stakes in fighting Luxord, other than I guess his friends are cards now. It's weird that they don't have him die, like, that they don't have him die when he shows up in Pirates of the Caribbean, because that's basically what they do with all the other ones, It's like, you fight them and then they die. I guess they just wanted one more boss. Zigbar and Sykes are, like, important-ish and, like, up there, and, like, what they're doing in the organization, and uh, hypothetically important and just in general, with greater context of the franchise. Luxor ain't got that, though. Yeah, he doesn't matter at all. No. Uh, and then he dies. Uh, and as he's fading away, he says, how could you, Roxas? And Sora says, that, it, it's Sora, my name is Sora. Uh, and then he fades away, the cards sort of fly around, and then everybody is back, and Kyrie says, asks if Sora is okay, and he says that it is, and that they should keep on moving. So they do, and, they, and then we get Secret Ansem Report number nine. I should have expected nothing less from a Keyblade-wielding hero. Sora and his friends defied the machinations of Organization 13 and rescued Namine. Namine was a witch who controlled the memories of others. Most likely these powers were achieved through a special process when she was born. Namine is a nobody created when a young girl's heart left her body, yet she has no corresponding heartless. This is because the young girl in this case was a princess. Kyrie, a resident of Radiant Garden over which I had ruled, was one of the seven princesses that uphold the Realm of Light. With no darkness in her heart, Kyrie produced no Heartless, and instead of vanishing, her body remained in the Realm of Light. In other words, both the Nobody called Namine and the Heartless, proof of a lost heart, are extremely unstable, 
beings who lack the bodies needed to produce a nobody. Therefore, they also lack Kyrie's memories. One reason for this may be that Kyrie's heart did not return to the darkness when separated from her body, but rather migrated to another vessel, deep within Sora's heart. That is, Naminé is an alter ego of the Kyrie who has directly interfered with Sora's heart. Could this be why Sora and those hearts are connected to him? were able to have their memories controlled, she is a non-being in the truest sense of the word, having not even become a nobody and with nowhere left to go. She is but the most fleeting of shadows. Everybody following? Are we all... Yeah! Poor girl. Are we all on the same page? Okay. Do you have it memorized, as we say? I don't. So, in the next uh, gravestone door, the one for Saix, Sora enters... And Saix is standing there uh, looking out of a window. It's sort of like a courtyard type thing, but it, not like there's like plants or anything because it's a edgy castle. But you can imagine there would be if it weren't an edgy castle. Um, and Saix is sort of looking out at the moon uh, over uh, overlooking Kingdom Hearts. And he says, only you could have made it this far in one piece, Roxas. And Sora says, that's really getting old. And Donald says, yeah, he's Sora. And Saix says, different name, same fate. And he summons his weapon, which, like, how would you describe that? Like a lance with a... I mean, it's like a really spiky claymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the whole point of this fight is sort of mirroring the berserker enemies that you can take the weapon from. Which, like, mm -hmm. the whole framing of combat in this game is really smart and underrated and also underused. Because um, he's, like... I don't know. It's hypothetically good. But uh, Sora wins. They Syax talks a lot about his favorite rock band Shinedown in this fight, but it doesn't save him. Syax when they win, Syax drops his weapon and stumbles over to the window and he says, "Why Kingdom Hearts? Where is my heart?" And he's dead. We've almost murdered everyone in Organization 13. Hooray. Congrats, child. <laughs> Sora is confused. Uh, or looks confused and asks Riku, why is everyone calling me Roxas? And Riku says, because he's your nobody. And Sora says, my nobody? But I never turned into a heart. Ah, fuck. Yeah, I did. <laughs> that scene is so funny. <laughs> I love it so much. He's like, I've never turned into a heart. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about the time that I turned into a heartless last game. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, probably the player does too. And Kyrie says, it was when you came to rescue me, remember? And Riku says, Xemnas was the one who found Roxas. He could use your Keyblade because he was your nobody. That's why Xemnas brought him into the organization, but Roxas betrayed them. After that, I fought him because I thought he would help you wake up. I lost. But the next time we met, I made sure I was the stronger one. Now we get what but I believe is a final mix cutscene. Yeah, it's like a flashback to we see an unconscious Roxas in that dark city spot where apparently all fights must take place. I mean, we've, yeah, we've passed it in this world. It's the skyscraper area again. Riku is sort of standing over Roxas with the Oblivion Keyblade and throws it down next to him. And then Roxas gets up and starts fighting back with it. Uh, and after like a minute, he does a Kamehameha Blast, Hadouken, whatever. And Roxas, or Riku, Riku says, come on, Sora. I thought you were stronger than that. And Roxas reflexively says, get real. Look which one of us is winning. But he doesn't know why he said that. Um, and Riku says, well, you must be his nobody, like Diz said. And uh, this really pisses Roxas off. And he resummons Oathkeeper and he's the shit out of Riku. Yeah, he says, what are you talking about? I'm me, nobody else. How many times do I have to beat you? Riku says, all right, you left me with no other choice. He goes Super Saiyan. <laughs> yeah, he says, I have to release the power in my... Oh, by the way, he's been wearing a blindfold this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it becomes important right now. Uh, he says, I have to release the power in my heart, the dark power that I've been holding back. And he takes off the blindfold, and he says, even if it changes me forever. Uh, he screams, and then he. this is where he turns from looking to Riku to looking like... Ansem Seeker of Darkness, uh, that uh, little genie guy that always hangs around Ansem Seeker of Darkness is there too. Yeah. Um, which, that's we weird. Uh, yeah, we'll get I into that in another, another year. <laughs> and the genie guy uh, 
like chokes Roxas until he's unconscious, I, do, I guess. I do want to point out that Riku gains the ability of instant transmission in this scene. Because <laughs> he do. He just appears in front of Roxas, and that's when the Guardian picks up Roxas. Chokes the Keyblades out of him, because he does drop those. So he wins. We cut to Roxas beaten, beaten and uh, disappears. Um, Riku hides his face uh, and says he could feel Sora. And uh, Diz is a dick in this yeah. scene. He says, oh, he told you how he felt, did he? Ridiculous. A nobody cannot feel anything. Riku says, if he had met Sora, things might have been different. Then we cut back to the present. Riku says, um, maybe I didn't have to fight him at all. Maybe he left the organization because he really wanted to meet you. And Sora says, I wish I could meet him too. And Riku points at Sora's chest, and Sora looks down, and Riku slides his hand up and bops him in the nose. Um, no, he just <laughs> silently points at Sora's chest, and Sora sort of, I guess, silently gets it that Roxas did meet Sora. Is there? Uh, and uh, 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 this Kingdom Hearts. Secret Ansem's report 12. Riku says, Here let's go. go, and they leave, and then we get the report, and Wheels is going to read it to you right now. Apart from Namine, nobody's retained their memories of their time as humans. But Sora's nobody, Roxas, has lost Sora's memories. This is likely because Sora's time as a Heartless was short, having recovered his heart and returned to his human form soon after leaving behind Roxas, his nobody. It would seem Roxas is much like Namine. Namine is Kairi's nobody, but it came into being via Sora's body and soul. Likewise, Roxas is Sora's nobody, but was left behind because Sora's heartless regained human form using Kairi's heart instead of his own. It may be that Sora's memories are slow to return because the half of him that Roxas is... What? It may... <laughs> wow, this sentence is a doozy. It may be that Sora's memories are slow to return because the half of him that Roxas is still lacking. Is there a word missing because of the half of him that Roxas is still lacking? I'm reading this off of a wiki and there's possibly a word missing. Anyway. I must convert Roxas into day. <laughs> <laughs> that never solves anything, you stupid old man! I must convert Roxas into data and return him to Sora. As a member of Organization 13, it was exceedingly difficult to bring Roxas in. Having lost to Roxas once, Riku laid everything on the line and used the power of darkness in their second battle, only just managing to bring Roxas back with him. But Organization 13 grows even nearer. Here, Twilight Town, is where Roxas was reborn as a nobody. This is where Roxas first encountered Organization 13 and entered its ranks. They are bound to search this place thoroughly. First, I shall convert all of Twilight Town into data and construct Stupid a man. world duplicate. In Sora's memories, I shall place Roxas within that world to live out his days and regain these memories. There is little time. The organization schemes must be making steady progress as well. I have a question. I have a million and hope, questions. <laughs> and I hope you have the answer. I don't. So this is... This is Ansem Report 12, right? The one we got before was Secret Ansem Report 9. Mm -hmm. So so Secret Ansem's Report 12 clearly takes place like right after he puts Roxas in the or like, I think like right, right before. Sure. Then the one you read before, Secret Ansem's Report 9, which presumably takes place before because it's numbered 9 as opposed to 12, mm -hmm. says Sora and friends defied the machina machinations of Organization 13 and rescued Namine. Yeah. Are they refer that's, oh, that that's refers to Chain, of, Chain memories. of Memories. Okay. Yeah, I was worried there was like a mention of Namine meeting Roxas, and then I was going to be actually confused because I didn't have an answer for that. What I'm confused about is Ansem describing Data Duplicate Twilight Town being in Sora's memories. But, so if that's in Sora's memories, how does... Sora go there. Also, the memories aren't his. They're Roxas's. Hmm. I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You can probably think of it as, like, it's data, but it was data that at one point was connected to Sora's memories. That's my best guess. 
I don't know. Oh, what? Do you want to call it here? I'm. Who? I guess. I guess we should probably keep going. It's not. We're not that far in. Yeah, I don't. We're we're not that far from being done. It's just these answer reports are from, <laughs> just dropped in the middle yeah. to ruin our day. Let's go back to the gravestone room, which is called Proof of Existence. It's a good room name. It is. But now the path up top is open, and they go through it, and we see the beam at the moon getting stronger, and Ansem is struggling to, like, hold on to this machine, and Mickey says, Ansem? And uh, Ansem starts to laugh and says, a thing that we already know, I'm a fool. (laughs) I've spent years studying the workings of the heart, yet it seems I still haven't learned a thing. The process of encoding hearts is incalculable. Yeah, you bet. The inhabitants of my twilight town were based on... Oh, I gave up writing notes here. Just a bunch of... I just smashed the keyboard. They're based on real the hearts. The inhabitants of my twilight town were data created from real hearts. I was convinced that they would think and behave the way I had envisioned. I couldn't be more wrong. A heart is so much more than any system. I saw it when Roxas and Kyrie crossed paths. I knew, but I was too stubborn to accept it. It's always the same. I try to wrap my mind around things my heart already knows, only to fail. While I was trying to bring Sora back, I had so many plans in store, but once Sora was an acting force, they fell apart. All my research amounted to nothing compared to that one boy's heart. Who would win? Years of plans and research, or one hearty boy? Uh, uh, my notes say the machine is going wild. (laughs) Mickey points this out to him and Ansem says, oh no, my notes are just a disaster at this point. Oh no. I can take it. Ansem says, all the more proof that hearts cannot be contained by data. Run, my friend. It's going to self-destruct. Then anything could happen. Uh, that's when Goof Troop arrive and Sora says, your majesty. Ansem says, Sora. The rest is up to you. And, Roxas, I doubt you can hear me, but I am sorry. Uh, Mickey says, Ansem! And Ansem says, My heart is telling me what I must do. Please, allow me to do what it says. My notes do say, Selfish old man will die selfish. Because <laughs> this is not in any way making amends, which he had said he was going to do, and he ain't doing nothing. At- Mickey's upset. Riku is there and says, uh, stops them and says, his heart's decided, we can't change that. And then Xemnas appears, as if there wasn't enough people who talk out of their ass in this scene. Says, uh, I was wondering who would dare interfere with my kingdom hearts. And look, here you all are. How convenient for me. Ansem the Wise, you look pathetic. And Ansem says, have your laugh. I deserve as much for failing to see you as the fool you are. And Zemna says, students do take after their teachers. Only a fool would be your apprentice. After all, none of this would have happened without you. You are the source of all heartless. Which isn't really true at all, but whatever. It's it's complicated. Uh, Ansem admits that his disregard brought chaos to more worlds than one. But he says, but what were you seeking? You erased me from the world only to take my name and continue research better left forgotten. Uh, And Zemna says he's carrying on what Ansem began and creating a new world, one heart at a time. And that all Ansem has ever done is hold him back. But unlike Zemnus, Ansem has a heart and can't control it. Fueled by jealousy for the student that has surpassed him. And Ansem the Wise says, Zehanort, foolish apprentice of a foolish man, you have surpassed nothing but only proved how little we both know. We may, process, we may profess to know the heart, but its essence is beyond our reach. We're both ignorant, as oblivious as when we first began. I'm afraid that any world you try to create, any world of yours would be an empire of ignorance. That is why you and your creation are destined to fall. We've said enough. Riku, you know what to do. King Mickey, my friend, forgive me. Farewell! And the machine does the explosion. And, and he dies! He's dead! Woo! Uh, <laughs> we made it. We did uh, it, everybody. Credits roll, everybody's happy. <laughs> the, the machine blows up in this huge burst of light and hearts or whatever, and light pushes back the goof troop and pals as Riku sort of like puts himself in the way to protect them from it. We see hearts raining down on the world that never was, and dusks are just super into that, but the hearts immediately yeah. get caught up 
into the darkness, and now even more Heartless are spawning. So none of this is just the worst thing, I think. He's done. Somehow. Did you mention that Kingdom Hearts looks very different now that the the center of it is completely hollow I, now, like all the hearts are gone? I don't know if we've seen it yet, but at, it is in my notes oh. in a minute. So we, we cut back to Sora and everybody on the ground. Um, Zimnus isn't here anymore. And uh, we see Riku looking a little different. His hair's a bit more spiky. Sora runs over and sees that he's not handsome anymore, and he's back for real. Yeah, he's just Riku now. Yeah. Just older Riku. Mickey says, Handsome did say anything could happen. This next line is pretty loaded when Sora says, Riku, you gonna take that off? <laughs> I don't remember writing that. That line is in my notes. It is a thing I heard and wrote down. I have no <laughs> recollection of that being said or my fingers making the motions required to, 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 uh, to commit it. that to digital uh <laughs> to convert ink. it to data you just yeah. you just pushed it out of your mind as you should have yeah uh R- riku says oh and he takes off the blindfold sora asks what was that and mickey chimes in to say his eyes couldn't lie sora asks who are you trying to fool huh huh riku says myself and sora's like oh fuck that got heavy real quick <laughs> i thought you were gonna say me <laughs> and um <laughs> sora's like why did you do so much on your own you have friends, like us, even Donald, who hated you and told you to fuck off in the first game. And Riku says, have you forgotten? It's because I'm not a total sap like you. Because, you know, every emotional moment in this game has to end with teens being teens. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Sora says, say that again. Gotcha. <laughs> we look up at the moon now fucked as shit, collapsing into itself. Uh, so so the, the moon is kind of like an outline and there's like this weird purple center. And uh, Donald just says, oh, no. <laughs> Sora, Sora asks Riku what they should do. And Riku says, we must defeat Zimnus. He's the organization's last survivor. And as they start to go, Riku throws his cloak off. And they're back. The trio are back. And it only took a goddamn year of this show. Also, Donald and Goofy are there. <laughs> and that's what we're going to call it. And there's the dead body of Ansem. Because that wasn't a joke. He's just dead. I don't, I don't know if we see the body, but he is dead. We I, don't. I think he disintegrated. Dead. In pure yeah. heart energy. We do get answer report 11, which is mine to read, I think? I believe so. Alright. I was reunited with an old friend at Castle Oblivion, but was unable to disclose my identity. If he knew the situation, he would likely try to stop me from carrying out my revenge. As much as I would dearly love to converse with him, as in the old days, that is now but a hopeless dream. My friend has been fighting in the realm of darkness. Most likely he found his way there through Traverse Town. Like a castle oblivion, that village also rests in the cleft between light and dark. It consists of the remnants of worlds whose hearts have been stolen by the heartless. It is where those who have barely escaped the destruction of their worlds eventually find themselves. This realm in between is quite unstable, with corridors of darkness appearing from time to time. Whenever a world disappears, some of its inhabitants must arrive here through these corridors. Surely Sora traveled these same corridors of darkness when he first came to Traverse Town. It seems my friend, fighting in the realm of darkness, appeared in Castle Oblivion through a corridor of darkness constructed by Organization 13. My new ally Riku also affected his return via one of these corridors. He swore to me he would give his all for his best friend Sora. In fact, Sora's memories have been slow to return. Thus, I have asked Riku to bring me another Sora, his nobody. Sora is indispensable if I am to achieve my goal. I require the Keyblade-wielding hero to fly through the Realm of Light and defeat Organization 13. I have no idea when this takes place. Because he's talking about a lot of things and some weird tenses. Well, everybody, thanks for tuning in. That'll be it for this episode. Uh, holy shit, we are gonna finish Kingdom Hearts 2 next week. Well, then we have an answer report. Yeah, and then we have an answer report. So, um, you should still have some time to send us questions on Twitter or email. You can find us on this show on Twitter at MemorizeCast. You can email MemorizeCast at gmail.com. Those should be in the show notes as well as the link to our Discord and our Patreon. You can get episodes early and uh, all the other bonus stuff we do, like the RPG, which is becoming more and more buck wild every time we record it. Uh, holy shit, the stuff that we did yesterday. <laughs> I guess since I'm doing the show plugs at the front, I'll also say that our theme music is a remix of Dearly Beloved by Leg Day, courtesy of Game Chops. Wheels, where can we find you online? Twitter.com slash the Travis W. 
and a podcast called Arbitrary Archive, wherein my brother and I review media. Great. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash ghostofjoe, spelled ghost of J-O. I assume everyone who's listening to this show knows how to spell my goddamn name, but I, like it, it feels wrong to not say that after it now, because mm-hmm. I've built up such the habit. Anyways, um, I do two other podcasts, anime rewatch podcast called We Are Watching One Piece, and a video game discussion and critique podcast called Objectively Good. Find those on iTunes or wherever the fuck. Is that it? We're good? I think so. Uh, I did the intro, so you're outroing. Well, there isn't much to say. Uh, this has been a, uh, like a most of the world that never was. Got, Got it. it. Memorized. Memorized. We were together. I'm Joe, and I write about games. I'm Nick, and I write about games. And this is Objectively Good, a podcast about games. Uh, Video games? What what kind of video games? Only the objectively good ones. The objectively goodest. (laughs) This is a show where Joe and I take a topic within the realm of video games, be it, what's your favorite baseball in a video (laughs) game? And we turn it into an episode of a podcast. My favorite baseball in a video game is Twilight Seen It. Yeah. (laughs) So every other week, we we show up, we talk about what we're playing at the moment, and then we get into our topic, and we we bring a couple games to the table, but we have one main pick that we focus on each. These games aren't necessarily our favorite games, so much as we're really focusing on the topic of the week. These are games that have good within them. Because every game has good within them. That's not true at all, but... (laughs) most games do and it's it's very special i think we we really get into like the things that games make us feel objectively good a a show about what makes games good check it out on itunes.com slash biz